Hello and welcome back to part two of episode 10 of the uh, Game Week 33 uh, 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. So Kev, I left you with a question uh, at the end of part one. Is who was the only keeper to have kept a clean sheet in Game Week 31 and Game Week 32? And your answer is? I know it because I have him in draft. It's cruel, isn't it? From Norwich. It is. It is. Very good. I uh, I thought I thought that was quite interesting, given how bad the Norwich defence is. That somehow they're the only only team to have kept two 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 clean sheets. So there you are. There there you have it. Um, so we are now going to talk about our game week thirty three plans. And actually, for once, you and I are doing something slightly different because I have got a free hit activated, and you are doing some. Well, well, you haven't got a free hit act- activated, so. Did you want to go first and just sort of give us your thoughts on what you're doing? And I assume there's a bit of planning towards the doubles in 36 and 37. Oh, my God. I spent my whole fucking week in the back of my head last week trying to figure out what to do because it was like I carried the week before. So I had two free transfers. And it's like if I'm going to free hit 33, which was my plan the whole time, I need to use two transfers now. And I was just going through scenarios and I'm like, I feel like I'm just wasting these transfers. Like I went through, I, I like went through like planning the rest of the season out where um, I, I was like, okay, one thing, like I noticed the we haven't all been talking about is as soon as this game weekends, like it's time to fucking get man city, man. Like they play Watford, they play Leeds. Their double is better than Liverpool's double. Like, considering that it stays in 36 like nothing is better than man city after this free hit week like 34 onwards okay and like most people have cancelo or no city and everyone is like you know balls deep in fucking spurs and and like triple liverpool with like a billion dollars in liverpool and i'm like i if i free hit how am i gonna get de bruyne how am i gonna get laporte my team right like how am i gonna am i gonna get Foden? what am i gonna do and i'm playing around with it i can't get anything to work so i did a scenario where i downgrade trent to matip i can get de bruyne that way what does that look like if i free hit in 33 what does that look like if i free hit in 37 uh i could sell mode at de bruyne what does that look like if i free hit in 33 what does that look like if i free hit in 37 uh, I could just not go KDB, try and get Foden. What does that look like if I free hit in 33, 37? And in every single scenario, the only move that was in all of them was Luca Dean to Matt Doherty. <laughs> okay. So I played it all out and I'm like, you know what? I, I, I have way less doublers in game week 37 if I focus on Man City after free hitting this week and I'm like forced to get all these fucking Leicester players in if I free hit 33 or I'm just not really going to have that many doublers in 37, like one of those two weeks, 36, which I'll bench boost and th- or 37, I just won't have many doublers in, and it's a problem. Like I'm, I'm like just so I free hit 33. So I came down to the fact like I don't have the Leicester guys. I don't have Bruno and I don't have Ronaldo. And I'm going to, you know, but none of the defenders and I'm and you're going to show us your free hit template later. I put together multiple templates for 33 and I'm like, I don't like any of the double game week defenders. Like they're basically just enablers like Char and stuff like that. Like, and and I guess, Kev, when we went through part one yesterday, that's what we learned from the uh, clean sheet odds, because there's just nothing good. There's no elite D like like Trent, Robbo, Cancelo, Doherty at the time, Laporte, Rudiger, Reese James. Maybe not Rudiger and Reese James because they play Arsenal, but maybe because they're playing Arsenal with how they look right now. Like all of them could do better than these double game week D. Now, if I'm free hitting, I'm still going Char in those guys because, again, it's an enabler. It allows you to go and get like double Lester attack, Bruno, Son, Kane, Mo, De Bruyne, whatever the fuck you want to do up front, right? So it's worth going cheap. So, you know, it, I my my free hit team would be like completely different than my team looks now, bar like Salah and Kane and probably like Cancelo. I'd probably keep one of those D. 
So I went through it. And I'm like, if I free hit this week, dude, game week 37 is real tough. Now, Man City could end up getting moved over to 37 from 36, but we're not going to know that until I hit that free hit button. So I'm like living in li like limbo land, hoping it gets moved to 37 if I free hit this week. And I just I went through like 27 different scenarios, Chris. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the one transfer roll into 33 with double. Maybe I'll bring in Madison. Maybe I'll just bring in De Bruyne now. Maybe, I'll, you know, so because I'm I'm now like planning to my 36 and I only have so many transfers. So do I attack 33 or do I get my bench boost ready for 30? six and blah 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 and i went through it all and all i did was move dina doherty and so of course doherty got done for the year and it's super annoying and son turned into like peak mo salah earlier in the season and is now like an absolute must and i think so everything's changed everything's changed the only good thing is i would add doherty anyway so i'm not going to get all pissy that i you know that didn't work in my favor like i was going to get him and if he was still healthy, I would be fine not having Son because Doherty is like equally as an explosive asset. But now that he's out and Son is like single handedly fucking my rank up, I, you know, need to get Son. And it's probably going to be at the expense of De Bruyne. But otherwise, it's at the expense of Mo. And the reason it's going to be at the expense of De Bruyne is I can kind of like do a sideways move Mo to De Bruyne, I think, for double game week 36, if need be because his double's just better. It's like likely going to be Wolves and Newcastle, where Moe's double in 36 is going to be uh, Tottenham and Villa away. So I, I just think it's you know better or whatever, and then through the rest of the year. But who knows? Anyway, it's just an easy swap. Or I go, uh, I think most people just go Moe to De Bruyne if City's double did get moved to 37 from 36 to 37, but I would free hit anyway. So anyway, long story short, this is a very long story. I've decided to free hit 37 and um, I have absolutely no idea who I'm going to bring in this week. Right now, I'm well, I'm settled for now on bringing in Son from Rafinha, bringing Trent down to Matip to do it because as, as fucking awesome as Trent is, Son's better right now. And I'm still getting that clean sheet back with Matip. So I'm kind of like hedging at least Trent's clean sheet and just saying, I think Son's attacking returns better than Trent's attacking return in current form. Uh, and I would have to bring uh, Doherty out because of the three Spurs thing. And I would be, I would actually bring him down to Cedric. And I don't know if Cedric will start every game or not. I think he will. He's a dirt cheap enabler for the rest of my bench. So it kind of allows me to be like a, a team that isn't putting everything into this bench boost 36 and have like cheap fodder on the bench, but he does double in 36 and he also doubles this week. So it kind of helps me from that perspective. And he's like the, like at 4.2 and under, there's not much there. It's like him or a Lester D that might not even play or like Johnson that might not even play and doesn't double. So he's clearly the best out of that. And I, ha I haven't like committed myself to too much arsenal already like other uh, teams have with that, that already have three arsenal. So I can do it and I can roll with uh threemium with Son, Kane and Mo the rest of the season, or I can flip one to De Bruyne later if I need to. And I can, and I still have double uh, pool D. I still have like Reese James and Cancelo and double pool D one of them being Robertson. So I feel kind of, it's just, I'm totally fading like Lester this game week or man united which i think is less of a big deal this game week and i just i have like barely any doublers so i mean it's and i'm and i'm taking a guaranteed coming in i'm basically putting it into the fact that son's gonna make up for that so i don't know you could say it's fomo but like his form is unreal man it, his points are like 21 15 12 or something like that in the last three weeks man like you you players doing that like in if if all these doubles and all that shit weren't happening like everyone would be bringing in if you have Kane you'd be getting Son in it season absolutely unbelievable we would all just be bringing in uh City instead everyone's bringing in Leicester 
Everyone's focused on like Newcastle and Leicester and shit that aren't free hitting. And like, I just think the week after this, you're going to be like, fuck, Leicester's fixtures are actually shit. Like they don't, they play like Tottenham away and stuff like that up until the doubles. And I don't even know if Madison's going to play both games because they just mass rotated the last uh, fixture, right? Because they're so focused on the Europa Conference and it was Barnes' turn to rotate. I wouldn't be shocked injured like not even that long ago and was coming off the bench for a few games so if i if i were to bring someone and i'm not even sure uh, from lester i i think it might actually be barnes over madison so i'm still playing around with it but i i think i got a decent plan my my biggest challenge is if i do this son move how do i get uh city in after that and it's and like my only wiggle room is is bringing beg horse down to like a cucho or if he's fit or Mateta or Pookie so I don't have too much money there but like I wouldn't be able to bring Cedric back up to Laporte with bringing Beggy down to Cucho even so it'd be close but it'd have to be like Kyle Walker or something so I'm kind of saying I'm gonna fade City but then I thought about it and there'll probably be some other problem that happens and I'll get money for you know a, a, a City player from that but the other, the only other thing I'll mention is like I just don't want to bring in like De Bruyne now instead of Son because what if they're double moves and I'm planning for double for double game week thirty six bench boost as good as De Bruyne would be in any single game week, I just want my bench boost to be full of double game weekers in case someone gets rested that I don't miss both games I get like one of their games right. Anyway, that's where I'm at, bro. I mean. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, wow, that's a lot of information. Uh, yep. I, all of it makes sense to me, which is, I'm not sure if that's worrying um, or not. Why did you uh, decide to free hit 33? I decided to free hit 33 because I I didn't really like... I, mean, I decided that I'd probably get more value from a 33 than I would do a 37 uh, free hit. Whether whether or not that turns out to be true, I don't know. Um, I think it gives me a chance to get some Leicester in and some United for the, their fairly good fixture against Norwich. Albeit, I just said that Norwich kept clean sheets in the last two games and United looked pretty terrible. And um, I don't think Ronaldo's going to play. Yeah, I, I mean... I guess it's given me a bit of flexibility. I, interestingly, though, because obviously I didn't really have Son in my mind, my free hit team now has Son and Kane in it, which obviously yeah. only co- co- covers me for a single game week. Uh, I'm probably I'm probably going De Bruyne ahead of uh, Salah as well, so I'm going for a potentially like risky risk of a Salah hall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm going to have risk of, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm probably going to end up. So I think you just, you know it's adaptability, isn't it? I had a similar point. Mm-hmm. I had to make two transfers. I bought Schmeichel in. Which was the right move because he's a key, good good keeper for thirty six. Unfortunately, yeah. I picked Saw over Michael in terms of the team. One saved a penalty and one didn't, which was a bit I of a. I would I would do that again though. I would pick Saw over Schmeichel if they played if the same teams played again this week. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? And um, I also bought in Kucho, which again was the right move because he had a good fixture and it looked like he was playing well until he got injured. What's his story? Because I'm still looking at him for 36, like right that. If he's fit come 36, I'd probably bring him in because he's such good value. He's a muscle, It's a muscle injury. Uh, and all Roy said, I think, is what you said in the part one, which is it was he was concerned. But no further details. So it's, it's a wait and see. Well, I mean, it's better. It's better for you that you haven't got him, though. At least you can bring him in. Whereas I have him. I'm now sat there going, I now have this guy who needs to be fit in four weeks' time to play two games of football or a game in a bit. I'll take. You know how time. I had those six scenarios, like uh, free hit thirty three, free hit thirty seven for Trent, Mo, or just fade De Bruyne. Um, like five or four of those had me bringing in Cucho last week. I would have been bringing in Cucho and Doherty. I would have just fucking quit. <laughs> I mean, like... I mean. But... Well, the thing is, you've—I mean, Dinier looks like he's out for the season, and I think so. I have other Dinier people were bringing like Doherty and for Tierney as well, who's out for the season. Like, it's just bizarre. That five million defender is just a—I wouldn't be bringing in Justin right now. You know what I mean? I mean, the, th- the thing is, you've gone for yeah. So I now have Dinier, who looks out for the season, and Kucho's out for the season in my in my main team. 
but that's an issue for another day because there's yeah. so much new information by the time we get to 34. And I mean, the only thing I mm-hmm. would say in terms of myself looking forward is if City end up doubling in 37, yeah. I may flip to a bench boost in 37. Yeah. The reason, I, I... the reason being, I can, I would bench in 36. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you, yeah, sorry. So my, my bench in 36 would be Saar, who's only got, would only have one, one game because it would be Wolves in uh, 30, 30, 37 for the double for City. I would bench um, Digne, assume if I still had him or someone else, if, you know, whoever it is, I'd probably, um, I'd bench Wood, who I've currently got, and I'd bench, and I'd probably bench my Villa, um, what's his name? Uh, it's so confusing because I'm looking at my team. Uh, Ramsey? Ramsey, yeah, I'd probably bench Ramsey because he's got Liverpool and Burnley's a reasonably good game, but but Liverpool well, isn't. So... Up, I'll pull up your team on mine because I won't be able to see. No, your... I've, I've 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 just pulled it up now. So I was looking at looking I was looking at my free hit team. Yeah, but, but um... I think the only other issue with that is I think one of Rudiger or your Villa players are going to move forward to like game week thirty four, thirty five. So you you for sure have one less doubler than you think. You, you don't actually have that many doublers. Yeah, like, but then the what the Spurs don't double, Liverpool don't double, Arsenal don't double. Like, why would you bench boost 37? You'd have to almost change like nine, ten players. Now, my point is though that the Liverpool well, the Liverpool players, assuming the leagues to look for grabs, will be playing. Yeah. Spurs have got Burnley at home. Mm-hmm. So that's Kane and uh, Kulu. So that's a game that, you know, if they're still fighting for the top four, and hopefully they are. And they haven't sealed it by then. They'll be playing those players. Um, City will still be going for the obviously. Obviously, in that scenario, City will still be doubling. Um, Villa have got a nice game, whether they double or not. Anyway, even if they lose okay. that double. So my, my my point is that all my single players have got good games, and I've got to have a few handful of doubles. I, I basically I think those games all outweigh the other ones. And my keeper would be Saar, who would have uh, Norwich as one of his games and uh, City's his other game. Uh, and also, have, I'd also have Smike or doubling. So I, it's more because of how my team would play out. I think the bench I'd have in 37 would be better than the bench in 36. Clearly, clearly, okay. I won't have all the doubles, uh, but I'm, it, it just gives me an option. But I, I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I expect City will end up doubling in 36, even if they lose to to pull. That's my. I yeah. think that's, I think I, the only reason it could go to 37 is because that's how it plays with the TV schedule, and maybe that's that's what what the TV companies might might want and maybe someone who's thought about the tv schedules will tell you that it's more likely it will go in 37 if city have to you know city can double in 36 or 37 anyway let's not spend our life predicting doubles because we probably did that last on the last pod so that's where my head is with my team but as i say i'm probably gonna have to take a minus four at some point now because i've got two injured players uh but you never know and i i think with digne even if he's starting to i was thinking about this Let's say he's not out for the season because only what Gerard's initial reaction was that he's out for the season season with a shoulder injury, and obviously that all sounds far more dramatic than it is when the end of the season is only what five or six weeks away. But from a, a Villa perspective, they haven't got anything to play for. So if he was going to be fit around 36, 37, why rush him back rather than just wrap him in cotton wool, get him fit for next season, and go again? There seems very little point in risking someone if they're not fully fit. So unless he Miraculously, I mean, I think that's true of anyone now. If anyone gets a bit of an injury now and they're in a team that doesn't doesn't have a lot to Get play for, there isn't a lot of benefit, I don't think. Any injury now, it's like three weeks, four weeks, like fucking season's over. <laughs> like exactly. party is due back when? In the in the versus Spurs, that's the second game of the double in 36. Not very helpful. I, but mean, I mean, the difference there is obviously we've got something to play for. So you can see he's trying to get party back. That's what I'm saying, but they're saying it. Well, that one Ben Dinnery guy said, like, it's the same injury that he had before, which he was out five weeks, which would bring him back for the uh, Tottenham game, is what they said. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean, speculation. Yeah. But, totally. but if it's the same injury, it's probably pretty decent guess. Like, it, it, they're not going to, they're not, I mean, that game you would think would be the most important game of their season, likely. So they're probably going to focus on that game for him to come back. I doubt they'd risk him before that. So I, I, I don't, you know, I kind of view it as, yeah, that's probably the game he comes back. And then, so that means you, like, 
you're gonna I'm gonna have Ramsdale and Cedric, and they're gonna be playing, um, you know, tough games all the way up till then. Not all tough, but I mean, it's not gonna be great for clean sheets, is it? When they're playing Chelsea away, Man United at home, and West Ham away, like it's basically just Leeds home that's decent now up until Tottenham. Like their 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 schedule's tougher than you know we thought. Like Southampton away is not bad. Chelsea away is fucking tough. Man United home's tough. I mean, I know we can make fun of Man United. It's still a tough fixture. West Ham away is very tough. Leeds at home, it's a good fixture, but they also attack like crazy. So yeah. like clean sheet is probably not great odds. <laughs> I mean, probably their best chance at all of them besides Southampton. Then Tottenham away. It's not till Newcastle away and Everton at home that they're like probably. You know, and then the risk of the Everton at home is maybe the top four battles over by then and they're rotating. I mean, it's not I'm I'm hoping that's not the case. I know you're hoping that's not the case, but I mean I mean the, the, the other point is Everton might be fighting for their lives. Yeah, true. And, and that's the that's the other thing you generally find is the the teams high scoring games. Yeah, the teams that are trying to survive at the end are the teams that, you know, continue on that trajectory towards the end because you know that it's critical for them to stay up anyway so i mean the only thing i'd say about my team from this week is i also made the mistake of play, placing wood on the bench behind robertson or robertson ahead of wood in the starting team and i think the main reason for that is i didn't know wood took penalties for newcastle in fact knowing he does now means he's an absolute dead cert for my team in 34 when he plays norwich oh also um, wood sucks so there's that I mean, like he, you can start Wood over Robertson in any week ever. <laughs> like, come on, man. Well, I think that was well. Last week was the week to do it okay. because obviously Robertson had the toughest fixture in the league. But yeah. Anyway, it is it is it is what it is. Toughest um, fixture, but like very likely nil nil. I know it wasn't nil nil. It was a great game, but like typically when two top clubs are fighting each other in a race it ends up a draw and it ends up teams not wanting to concede more than wanting to attack. It's usually how it goes, but you have like De Bruyne in one of the teams. There's just magic. Like every time he got the ball, there was just like a great little through ball for someone to go get. And like 60% of the time someone got it. And like, there was either a goal or a mischance or Jesus is like the most selfish player ever. For still, like still, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like some of the shots he took with his players wide open, you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that City lost that game. I thought they, not to get into that game too much, but it was like such a great game. And I didn't even care what my fantasy team was doing. It's like one of those kind of games. You have like four players playing and you're not even fantasy part. It's rare that happens, but it usually happens when City play pool in like a meaningful game. And yep. I was just, I don't know. I thought, I don't know if you watched the whole game. You probably didn't because you were in I London, didn't because right? I was away, so I, I didn't see any of it. But from what I've read, it seems like City probably edged it and should have won. City definitely should have won. And the ref, like, Thiago straight up got away with two yellows. Like, he should have been off. Like, blatant. <laughs> and I'm not a fan. I don't care who wins, but I just thought, I I felt City got robbed, personally. I think other people thought, oh, good game. You know, probably should have been 2-2 because they're they're both good teams. But you know what that's like? That's like saying Max Verstappen should have won the league last year because, you know, he's the better racer overall. But yeah, but Lewis Hamilton still got fucked in the final game or final race. <laughs> so that doesn't mean Max Verstappen should just get it because he had a better season if it came down to that race. Should have came down to that race, right? He Lewis Hamilton got fucked. Not, you know, not to get into all that, but that's what it kind of felt like to me. Like, City got fucked. It doesn't matter how good both teams are throughout the season. So, I don't know. Agreed. Whatever. Agree with that. It is what it is. I'm, I'm happy the race is close because it means these players will keep playing. Oh, yeah. It's it's massive. And, I, I, you know, clearly if City had won and then Liverpool had dropped some points and City had won again, suddenly you look at City and go, they, they could rotate. I mean, the only thing I'd say on City is if I was to look at City... Watford it would be getting two City defenders rather than a midfielder, I would say. Particularly if you think Son's now an essential. I think it's two City defenders if you can't get De Bruyne, but De Bruyne right now is like outside of Son, the hottest player in the league. And he's yeah. about to play. Uh, 
Watford at home, Leeds away, and then a double of Newcastle at home and West Ham away. Like this guy could put up mega points right now. And I it, put it this way. If he was in my team, I would be captaining him over anyone else in my team when he's playing Watford at home and leads away. Like he, yeah. and, and I, and I think a lot of managers are about to bring him in. So I know right now, part of the argument's like, well, his EO is not that. I think his ownership's about to shoot up. His price keeps going up. So people are buying him clearly. I mean, it's fucking 11.8 now. I, oh, that's the other thing. I just doing all this transfer planner stuff, man. That stuff's such a fucking tease. Like all the players we want, their prices just to keep going up and up and up and up. You can't plan for transfers out. Nope. Right. And I'm trying to do, I mean, where are you at with bench boost? Say you're doing 36. Like my forwards are shit. I got to move Broya and Veggie on to who, right? They're already cheap. It's hard to get them anyone decent. Got to get like Pookie in. Got to get like fucking Cucho in. Cucho's hurt now. Or you're going to go up to like Tony if you don't care about the double. But I do care about the double. So we're going to go to like Richarlison. He's 7.5. Now all of a sudden you can't go with all these premium D if you want to do that. It, it's like it's not easy, man. Like I'm I'm hoping Cucho's fine come 36 because it would make things a lot easier. Um yeah, I mean, I mean, that's kind of why I'm. If Kucho's not fine, I, I'm, I may be swayed to 37 bench boost anyway, just because I'll be taking too many hits to try and get a starting 15 effectively in 36. So we'll see how it goes. Because as I say I'm sat with two injured players at the moment. So, but as I say, that's a issue for next for next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll just briefly talk through my free hit team because it's sure. probably going to move, but the basis of my thinking is probably there at the moment. So, uh, goalkeeper, I'm going to go Dubravka because he's cheap. Okay. I think he's the best enabler of the keepers. He's 4.4. I think if I wasn't going Dubravka, I would... I mean, the only other keepers who consider was Smyker's 4.8. Maybe he's 4.9. I'm not sure his price has gone up. And arguably Ramsdale, but um, that's more because you might clean. An outside the box one to consider is if Ben Mee is fit, Pope. Because Be- Pope with Ben Mee and Pope without Ben Mee are like two totally different Burnleys. With Ben Mee, they were actually on a bit of a clean sheet roll. And then it was it was way back in that double game week he got hurt when we all owned when we all captain Beggy. It's been a while and they've been absolute dog shit since then. But they're still in the battle. And if Ben Mee got fit, I, you know, it would be an interesting one because their fixtures aren't that bad. West Ham away and Southampton at home. And it would be a nice differential. But I, I, I think he's a million more than Debravka. The other, the other thing is, if you look at Debravka, the cheap defender there is Shaw at 4.3 or Taggart at uh, Target at 4.7. So you're kind of all about the same price. Whereas. You could yeah. get like a Taylor now looks nailed back in the Burnley team. I think he's four and a half, and he's almost a million cheaper than than um, than Pope. Yeah. And similarly with Arsenal, you've got you've called out Cedric. He's certainly going to play the next two games, and he's what almost a million cheaper than Ramsdale. I think so. When you're just looking at moving your money around, you probably go Debravka still the answer. But if you want to cover some of the other defenders, you can probably so other clean sheets, you probably do it through through a defender rather than the keeper. So anyway, so that's my keeper and the moment I've got Foster at 4.1 but if I've got enough confidence, I might be a bit brave and just stick a 3.9 and just get use that extra point to somewhere else. Uh, the only other thing I'd say is I don't think Dubravka is going to keep any clean sheets. They, like, Wolves were atrocious in attack. I don't think Dubravka was magnificent in goal. I don't think Newcastle was like elite at shutting down Wolves. Like they didn't, they weren't playing Pedence, Ruben Neves, or Jimenez. And for some reason, he started Pedro Neto on the bench as well. Like they didn't have, they, they had some sort of record in the first half where they had like 331 touches and they didn't have one in their fucking box. And they were, they were talking about it at halftime. Like this is unheard of. The, the guy they had on, I forget who it was, but on my like international feed that I get. The Wolves correspondent guy was like, they're fucking terrible. Like their attack is terrible. They have absolutely all their best players are injured. Like, you know, I don't think Debrav like I don't think people would have considered starting Debravka a week ago, but now that they've played this like horrendous Wolves team, they're like Debravka's nailed as my keeper. Like I have Debravka and Ramsdale, and I'm leaning on Debravka, but I'm trying to consider this like in my head. Like I, I think I would go 
Ramsdale, if Party was playing, I wouldn't go to Bravka. But I, I, I do think it's worth considering uh, Pope if Ben Mee was back over to Bravka. Like, I, I do think it's worth a million. I think Newcastle aren't that great defensively. Yeah, you probably, I mean, I, I'm not overly convinced anyone's going to keep that many clean sheets in 33. So it's maybe use the money elsewhere. But I hope get big returns, though. Like, if they kept a clean sheet, like, good chance he's on three beeps. Again, like this is all Ben Me dependent. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Ben Me, but like Ben Me is a game changer on their D. So anyway, whatever. So defense. Dubravka, yeah, okay. So Dubravka in goal and then a cheap Foster if I'm if I'm not feeling brave enough to just get a non-playing three three point yeah. nine. Um they're kind of irrelevant. In terms of defense, I'm gonna play Concello because mm-hmm. I just think he's it's mad not to have him. He's got a great fixture. Uh, Brighton at home, and then in my current drafts, I'm looking at probably keeping Robertson, just so I've got a little bit of Liverpool in there. I think it's crazy not to have any Liverpool players. Uh, I mean, this this is the classic risk of we've talked about this before. Of, you know, we are free hitting. Whenever we free hit, we are free hitting, and we will have the risk of some single, you know, some players that we would normally be in our, re- our normal team not being there and replacing with other players. So it could it could be egg on the face. And this is true whether you bench boost in, sorry, free hit in 33, 36, 37, which is arguably why 38 is quite nice because I think in 38 you get a bit more rotation. But anyway, I'm free hitting now. So it is what it is. Um, and then I'm probably going to go Tellers from United because I, I want a bit of United, but I don't want to spend too much money. And it okay. looks like Shaw is out until game yeah. week 35. So I think he just seems a good player to have. He's got Norwich and it's all about the Norwich game and any points he gets from Liverpool is a bonus. And then at the moment, I've got Cedric and Shaw. I may start Cedric and we'll, we'll come to whether or not I play two strikers or not in a minute. Um, but Shaw would then just be there because I know he's going to play, but he would be sort of second on my bench, second or third, third on the bench. Uh, I wouldn't be planning to start him and Dubravka. That's a bit too much Newcastle for me, based on what, um, which I think you agree, agree with, based on what you've just said. Yeah. I think my midfield's fairly straightforward. It's got Son and De Bruyne because they are the two informed players in the league, and that means I'm going without Salah. Uh, I think I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. And then I've got currently got Madison and Barnes, and mm-hmm. I'm also going for Sancho. I've, I don't know. I've, I've homed in on Sancho fairly early on. I play a bit based on gut, so I'm just going to stick with Sancho. He's a bit cheaper than. He looks like he's nailed. He seems a bit of a favourite for the manager. It means I don't spend too much money on Manchester United, who may well do not that much. And in which case, I haven't spent too much money on them. So that's what I quite like about him. And it, I think he also gets, you know, he allows me to get Son De Bruyne. And then up front, I've got Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment in my draft, I've got Broyer and Delap. So Delap's just bench fodder. He's 4.5 uh, forward. Clearly not going to play. This yeah. is the issue with going 4-5 if you go for four, a full four-five-one, you end up with two strikers that don't do anything. So I've got Broyer in the moment at five-point-five, which feels a bit of a waste of a million. But this, this, the issue with the forwards is you can't play a cheaping forward, whereas there are cheaping midfielders. But I think there's too many good midfielders not to go around. I mean, the the other thing I have considered is flipping um, Broyer to Iheanacho and flipping mm-hmm. Barnes or Madison to um, Martinelli. And I may, might, I might, I might end up doing that instead. So that's kind of what is going through my head. But broadly, that is the core of my team, with probably a few tweaks or there, here, here or there, depending on what happens in Europe in terms of injuries and uh, the press, presses. Okie doke. So uh, sounds good to me, man. I don't like Sancho, but I like the rest. I think Sancho's a huge waste of money. Like go, go Bruno, or just don't get any. I mean, like this. I get it's a punt, but like they, uh, you know, I don't even know if he'll play both. And his return, he's been playing a lot lately, and he just doesn't get returns. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> he doesn't. And well, if he's, Ronaldo, he's, he's, prom- he's promised me he'll score a hat trick on on Saturday, yeah. so he's fine. <laughs> I just like if Ronaldo gets suspended, to me, like Bruno, absolute must. Like he just turns into a different player when Ronaldo's not there. I suppose he's on pens as well, isn't he, then, at that point? Like, I think Bruno is, like, the most important player for you to get in the whole free hit if Ronaldo's deemed out. You'd be my captain and everything. And, like, Madison and Barnes, again, the rotation risk is, like, extremely high. I, I Like, it, they're obviously going to play Thursday. 
I mean, that game is more important than any of these games. And they just mass rotated off of comments from Rogers saying like, we need to mass rotate. These guys have been playing fucking every game. He rotated like five players and Madison wasn't one of those five. So you would imagine he's, he's probably extremely likely to be uh, rotated. Like I wouldn't captain Madison. And I think he'll be the most popular captain. I'm like kind of hoping this happens as well, but like it does seem rational to think this way, you know, because I was considering doing a, a move where I take a minus four and get Madison in like with Son just for this week, captain him. He's going to be like super highly owned, but I'm like, fuck, man, I don't even know if he'll play twice. I could be wasting the captaincy here, but yeah. he's been really inform and look good. But like, do they need him? Do you know what I mean? Like, do they need him to play this, this, both these games? Like, they're playing Newcastle and Everton. I mean, it's, it's a no, decent I, shot. Yeah. He rotates against Everton, isn't there? I agree with all that. I think, and maybe I will look at how much is Bruno? I haven't even looked. 10 8, maybe 11. I don't know, actually. I'm <laughs> just picking that up. 11 6. <laughs> 11-6. All right. So he's quite a bit more than he kind of ruined that team I've just described. I'd probably have to give it Robbo or something. Yeah, that's fine though for one week. I mean, they're playing Man United. I <laughs> like chances of a clean sheet can't be like that great. Yeah. What 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 did we say they were? I thought they were forty percent, but maybe I, I made that up. I'm checking back through our notes. I mean, look, I still think will have a really good chance keeping a, a clean sheet against man united but is you know i and man united no they're not on the same tier obviously as City. liverpool are 43 percent. yeah but like man united do have the individual quality to score and i actually thought rashford looked really really good mm -hmm. last game i watched that game he was getting a lot of good chances the keeper made some big saves on rashford he got some like decent shots off so they actually could have had a better result versus Everton than you would have thought, but it was Rashford that would have scored, in my opinion. But I think Bruno, if Ronaldo's out, just, I mean, he's so much better without Ronaldo. He he they he just plays further forward, right? And he's like the the driver of their offense. Okay, well, that's interesting. I I will maybe I think we can also be very highly owned for on other free hits and stuff. Yeah. So no, I mean, you've got a pretty differential free hit. I think I got a okay, I got a kind of a question not like not free hit related. I, I guess it kind of ties into it, but like what's your opinion on um Son like as a cane owner? Like is is he a must get? Is it a bit of you know chasing former points here? Like you know, from what just happened, he's like, fuck, if I get Son, am I just chasing points here? And I'm like, not going to get Man City players for their attack. Going to sell Trent. Mind you, I get Matt back and I get Son back. So it's not like I'm just getting rid of Trent. Like I'm getting quality back. But like, I, you know, I'm down, I have to sell Trent and I don't even, I, I'm not getting De Bruyne because of this. I, I can't even get like Foden because of this. It's it's actually hard to even get Laporte in because of this move. So I'm like gonna just basically keep one city player, and then um, uh, I'm not gonna captain Son or Kane. It's not because I'm captaining Kane. I'm not gonna captain Son in 34 because uh, City have better fixture and. Mo plays Everton at home. So, like, that's the captain favorite. I'm not going to captain him in 30. I think that will be a double game week. And also, just the other big boys, De Bruyne and Mo, still have better fixtures. I think Mo has Newcastle and uh, De Bruyne has Leeds. And then Sons doubles Liverpool away, Arsenal home. I'm not going to captain him that week. I'd rather captain probably Mo, right? It's not until 37 where they play Burnley and Norwich in 38 that I would actually captain these guys so as much as sans like must own he torched us last week because people captained him and he got like 42 points right like the 21 would have hurt but it probably wouldn't have hurt my rank as much if he wasn't such a captain he was like the second highest captain player in the top 10k so am i just kind of fucking chasing points here do i need to take a chill pill because i almost pulled a triple fucking move on like sunday night <laughs> 
<laughs> for a hit, which is just I I like purposely doing my moves later in the week right now. But like, you know, like there's some there's some like, fuck, I don't have son. And this guy is like the hottest player in the league. Like I, I you need to get that versus think of what you could get instead, though, Kevin, you could get city like triple up without sacrificing elsewhere you could get madison or bruno in this week as well instead and then move to city like you know like you could you, you're bringing in a player that doesn't even have a double this week and you, it's not like you're going to captain him kev like what are you doing here right so i've kind of got like the angel and the devil on my shoulders and and i'm curious what your take is after blurting all that out so i was looking at it for my this so the fact i'm getting in this week means that He's a risk for this week, definitely, because he's got Brighton at home. Um, and although they managed to beat us last week, I think as you proved, we still, you know, we had the second highest X, XG against yeah. them, and I expect them to get hammered by Spurs at the weekend, unfortunately. Um, the interesting thing is the Brentford away after that is we suddenly know Brentford at home is a pretty difficult game. Mm-hmm. We've just seen that in the fixtures. Uh, Leicester home in thirty. It depends which Leicester rock up, and depends what if there's something yeah. like if there's in Europe then Leicester could be a, a... That could be a game where he gets quite a lot of points. But you say it's a tricky double, and then that... So I guess from my own perspective, I think more by luck than by judgment, I can cover him off this week, and I'm definitely going to do that. But then I'm probably sitting there going, I'm not going to look... I, I was looking at him and so I'm not going to... I'm not going to try and get him in before 37, but I may well get him in for 37 and 38. It's kind of where I got to in my head. But that's because I've got the luxury that I can cover it this week. Um, right. So I'm not. I think that I think there was a little bit of chasing the points of. I can't. I can't imagine he's going to keep this up for the rest of the season. I think the only question, the the flip in my head was, has Kane now dropped back into the Kane that is almost the playmaker with Kulu and Son, the people getting all the goals son's first goal was uh kane shot and song got the rebound so i know that he's getting these long fucking passes that on the on the breakouts but i think kane still gets a fuckload of shots um and he's all any set piece he's around it he's on pens he's he's still shooting it's just the fact that he does this drop in and these long amazing passes to me it's just a bonus it's yeah, not like that's all he's doing. Agree. I know I was only asking the question more from a, yeah, uh, and so I think you've almost answered the question, which is, is there not a little bit of this is? I mean, we kind of said, said this in the pod last week, which was there's a bit of patience involved in some of these things because we had Kane. It's why I didn't great. pull the trigger Sunday in the end. I'm like, gotta calm down, Kevin. I couldn't even think. And then what? What, what my meant world, by patience? Yeah. It, just so you know, sorry. In my world, at like eight o'clock, it's it's like. In the next 40 minutes, sometime, the prices change. So like 8 o'clock at night, I'm like putting the kids down with my wife. And then I'm like rocking the baby to sleep. And I'm like on fucking FPL stats. <laughs> the prices are there. <laughs> like the worst thing in the world is that site. Right? Because like it it almost makes you think, oh my gosh, if I don't have the 0.1, what am I going to do? And I'm just past that. That was like me. Like John still, I think think Geek still thinks I'm like that, but like I haven't done an early transfer since like game week four of this. Like I don't have t- high team value because I've been doing early transfers. I haven't done that at all, like all season. I've been waiting till after the pressers. I've been waiting till like fucking half an hour before the uh, deadline, like every single week. I haven't done any early transfers. I just happened to get players in like Reese James earlier and he went up like a million, that kind of thing, right? So anyway, um. I, I just, I, I managed to talk myself off a cliff and saying, oh, wait. And like, I'm happy you're saying what you're saying now because it's kind of making me realize I need to decide now if I'm going to do this son triple move or if I'm just going to like get, do I prefer De Bruyne? I just, I love De Bruyne. <laughs> I don't know. But then I thought, look, I went through that in my head on Sunday and I'm looking at De Bruyne. I'm like, this guy hasn't like he has 18 points once, but like he's usually kind of just getting one goal or or like a goal and an assist maybe. But he does always get like the three beeps if he scores or anything. Right. But Son's like getting like triple triple attacking returns right now. It's it's a lot. 
I guess the point I guess the point I meant about patience was not patience in terms of making the transfer, but or that's equally true. As more perspective of the Son owners were patient, or hopefully okay. that they for their sake they've been patient because you know Kane was outscoring him, and then bang, Son has now flipped that round the last two weeks, and it's back to them. Um, but actually, I think that's just going to keep flip flopping to the end of the season. From you know, I, I, I was I. You know, that was kind of partly asking the question around, you know, do you think now Kane is now going to be getting less goal scoring opportunities? Nah, because I mean, like, that. fuck, dude. We're like, oh, Son and Kane's out of four. And Kane just got three assists and he would have got two beeps if he didn't get that yellow. And uh, I mean, that was like a six point yellow. Oh, I didn't realize you got a yellow. I've only just seen that. All right. Yeah, that was six points for our score. And then all of a sudden the red arrow is nowhere near as bad. So, I mean, it's not like Son is miles ahead of Kane. And um, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I, was pol- I was probably is... asking the question of, is Son better than Kane? Because if he is, then... No, is, is, I would captain move, Kane move tomorrow Kane out. if I own both. I would captain Kane if I own both. I wouldn't captain Son. Well, there you go, then. Yeah, I think, I think your own Kane question. is more consistent in his returns and has explosive upside, where Son, like, goes out of form if Kane's long ball goes to Kulu instead of Son. Yeah. I mean, like, how many of Son's goals are on the counter? Like, 90% of them? It yeah. seems like, right? Now, the the benefit to Son is he's on set pieces and corners, so there's a bit more assist, but clearly, like, Kane's the assist man here. I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I don't know what to do, dude. I'm still stuck. It's, like, haunting my dreams. Do I go Son? It's, just like, such a big call. This is like the one shitty thing of having a decent OR this late in the season. You don't want to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to worry about all these things, which is why I don't really have a great answer to what I'm doing after this game week. So I'm just like, I'll do the free hit, and then all well, these other things are future well. problems. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that is... I mean, there's nothing I want to cover. Anything else you want to talk about, Kev? Not really. I'm just still kind of lost. What's your view on Cedric? Is he worth getting? I agree that I think he'll probably play through the end of the season. The question mark being when Tommy Asu is back, or hopefully when Tommy Asu is back, if, if Cedric plays well enough to get the left back spot. Right. Um, I would be a bit nervous of doubling up on Arsenal because you kind of just talked through how few clean sheets would get. If I was in your shoes, I would be, cons- you know, I like the idea of double city defence. Yeah. Could you not, is there not a way of doing it so, because I think the danger is you end up going, oh, I really wish I got, I really wish Cedric was Laporte. Mm-hmm. And could you not just do that now rather than messing about going around the house? Well, I can if I don't go Son. I actually have Laporte in my, t- like I've had uh, the team open the whole time and I was playing around and I stopped and Laporte sitting in my team as my only transfer in with Rafinha empty and I can spend up to 7.1 or sorry, 6.8. What to replace Rafinha? Yeah. If I go Laporte to Doc, sorry, Doc Doc to Laporte, Laporte. then I have 6.8 for my Rafinha, which I'd probably just do Barnes. If I did that, no hit means I don't have Son. And then next week I would probably do my little uh, Trent to uh Matip. Let's see if I can do this. Trent to Matip. Can I get Barnes up to Brian? No. Nope. 9.7. No chance. So Laporte, I, I mean for me, if I'm not getting Son, I'm getting De Bruyne. I'm absolutely sold on bringing Trent down to Matip to free up three million to get a third premium. Like I just view that as pretty locked in my mind. I know most people have this like, I can't sell Trent, I can't sell Trent. And I kind of want to use that. Like getting a Son or a De Bruyne without like while well, keeping Kane and Mo. I just think that's like a huge differential. And you just look at Maddox. I, I know that there might be some game time risk, but it seems like that other guy, Kanate or whatever, is playing the Champions League games and Maddox playing every league game. And like the entire season, Maddox only missed like one or two games. So got to think he's pretty nailed. And like his point returns are better than fucking Trent's. <laughs> That's like nine weeks. If you add them all up, like he's got attacking returns. He's getting bonus. Uh, 
he's making these runs he didn't make the last few seasons. So I mean, could, could five you not, million. What I mean, are you definitely keeping Salah? Because the one one move you could do is you could flip um, Doherty to uh, Matip. You could flip Salah to either Son or De Bruyne this week, mm-hmm. and then next week change Trent or Robbo to uh, Laporte, and then change. Um, Rafina to Son or De Bruyne, whichever one you didn't think of. I would, I would still need more more millions for that, unless I did uh, like Foden instead of De Bruyne. But I don't want to do that. Like I, I want, I want. De Bruyne. It sounds like you. It sounds like you weren't far off it because you were nine point seven when That's you had like Salah. two million less. That's a lot. Yeah, but the only other money maker is Veghorst down to like Cucho, which is one point three, and Cucho's injured. That's okay. the most money I can free up. I'm gonna Dubravka is gonna become Foster. That's point uh, three. That's not much. Hang on a second. You laughed at me when I was suggesting Foster was gonna be one of my double my keepers in double game week thirty six. Well, yeah, for a free hit, uh, thirty three. I don't know. We 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 Foster. We messaged this in thir- We me- we messaged each other over the week, and I said I think I might go Foster as my second keeper in thirty six. And you went, oh, that's a that's a daft idea. Because you're not free hitting 37. Fair enough. Right? Or does it not matter, I guess, because you you wouldn't bench boost 37. I wouldn't bench boost 37. I wouldn't but no, that. but, well, who's your other keeper? Pickford? Well, Smichael. Uh, sorry, Smichael's my number one keeper. Oh, now. yeah. So then that works for you. I don't, sorry, I don't remember doing that. I probably Because I was thinking but... I was thinking Saar down to Foster to give me 1.2 million, and it gives me a load of cash to spend. <laughs> Better invested elsewhere. But anyway, that is one for me to think about going forward. So we should probably wrap this up now. Yeah, I got a I got a call to me. But yeah, I'll send you my I'll send you my team if I were to go um Laporte this week and I'll show you I can't get both. I'd have to I, I still if I get Son, I can't get the Bruin basically. With I'm I'm, I'm saying what I was saying is over over four transfers, Salah and Rafina mm-hmm. to De Bruyne and Son and Dorothy and, and Trent right. to Matip and Laporte. Laporte is kind of wide in my mind. That Here's the thing. The, the best two weeks to own De Bruyne outside of the doubles is um, 34-35 when De Bruyne plays Watford and Leeds, but that's the best two weeks to own Mo when he plays uh, Everton and Newcastle. So it's like, and Mo is going to be a massive captain favorite. I think those two weeks. So I just, and not only that, I don't want to like lock in getting a, like a, a move to getting De Bruyne now in case the double is in 37. Cause if the double isn't 37, I just won't get De Bruyne. I'll free hit him in in 37. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, all right, man. Okay. Catch you soon. Cheers, bro. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. 